selling a little or a lot. Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. You know, <laughs> okay, it's actually just so funny because what I love about Shopify is no matter how huge and massive you want to grow, Shopify gives you everything you need to take control, yes, daddy, and take your business to the next level because we're business women. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash book club. That's shopify.com slash book club, all lowercase. Shopify.com slash book club. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Hey, Club Kids. I know you love getting these free apps, and not everyone has taken the plunge and started subscribing to the VIP Lounge yet, so we thought we'd sweeten the pot. We're going to give you a full, unlocked episode of the VIP Lounge for free so you can see how you like it. This is our Tour Diary Part 1, which originally aired two weeks ago today. And now you're going to get the whole thing for free. And get this. If you like what you hear, you're going to hear today's VIP Lounge with Aaron Markey. That's also tons of fun. So patreon.com slash cbcthepod. And subscribe. You'll get access to a VIP Lounge every single week. Who's that lounging in the booth? It's all your girls and they're getting loose. Cosmos flowing, rumors growing, all the boys want in. It's gossip, it's stuff, it's random, it's us, it's Lily, it's Steven, it's Friday, it's the weekend. Hey, Club Kids. Welcome to the VIP Lounge. Ooh. Yeah, so San Francisco was crazy. San Francisco was insane. And so was Los Angeles. And we're going to talk about it on today's VIP Lounge. Welcome to the VIP Lounge. Hey. This will be kind of those, those rock star tour diaries, you yeah. know? If you want to hear all about it. All about us traveling the streets of Los Angeles and San Francisco. Okay, here's the thing about San Francisco. And I'm obsessed with it and I am moving there and it's beautiful. And I It was so gorgeous. I was like, wait, no one told me. The architecture. 
Victorian, hills? next Victorian, to modern, next, next to, to retro fifties. It was just like the signage, and there's not a single block that isn't gorgeous. No, uh, unlike I'm sorry, Los Angeles, it's strip mall after strip mall, highway after highway. Well, and even when it was so like you know, it was it was a shipyard. You know, it it, it calls back to the 70s or something. Everything was calling back. I will say my the second updated motor lodge I stayed in the Tenderloin was very much calling back to the 70s. <laughs> right. First we stayed at, let's shout it out, Beck's Motor Lodge. Literally stay there in the heart of the Castro. And it was so cool and retro and mid-century and funky, and they played jazz music like in the parking like lot. Like bossa nova, oh, like under, kind of like, uh, what do you call when an it's, open garage has It's like a carport, a, but yes, it's like a carport. pass-through carport, basically. Because the lobby was very old-school motor lodge, where you had to like buzz and like no one was really allowed in. Yeah, and it was and someone it was just like, being like, no vacancy. Yeah, it was very no vacancy. It was very, we're leaving our bags there for 11 hours after we check out. <laughs> Because we're those girls. We're those crazy girls. Because like, we were like, oh, can we have like checkout like, the day after show? Because we went totally crazy and talked in our motel room with our friend Ellen and ate pita chips that we got from the venue. Yeah. <laughs> Garlic parm. Boom. And that's what's called having a writer, bitch. <laughs> I'm so glad because when our production team, <laughs> when our massive team <laughs> assembled us to be like, what's on your writer? And I kind of panicked. I was like, okay, protein, um, fresh fruit. So I was just like, I need beef jerky, grapes, hummus. And then I added in chips and gum and seltzer. So the gum venue. was genius. And we got this like absolute briefcase of gum, so many grapes. And then at like, the end of the show, I was like stuffing in the pita chips and the boars had hummus. I know. I wish I had stolen like so much more seltzers from each of our venues because they obviously had <laughs> yeah. like so many mini fridges. And like, especially the San Francisco space was so beautiful. Oh my God. That green room was, I have never been, I think in that like badass of a rock star green room. Yeah. Even though the virtual one was like bigger, but it was still like a weird apartment. And every even like, you know, major comedy venue that I've performed at, like the green room is shitty and it's a gross leather couch and there's certainly not like a sponsored fridge in it. No, it was a sponsored fridge. The Bell House does not have a sponsored fridge. No, they had IPAs, Stella's, in those slim kind of US Open cans. Yeah. You are obsessed with calling beer US Open beer. And you know what? (laughs) You're right. When it, is, it's, when it is, when it is, it is. When I call it. Okay, so. So we get to San Francisco, and I immediately was just like, I have never seen so many gay people. <laughs> and I actually felt like an Amish person. I was just like, we can be free. Well, we can be ourselves. What was so Amish, too, was our cab driver made a joke about how we were going to see him naked later that and night. And we had no idea what he was talking about. And we about. were like, what kind of joke is that? And then. We start walking through the Castro, and there are just naked men. Naked men walking around wearing sequins on their head and sequins nothing on, on their, their face. Mr. Johnson's. And they're just and walking like, around oh, the there Castro. Are naked men right it's, here. It's, it's wild. a thing. It's, it's a thing. A, it's a fun little thing. And that the they trolley do. is going toot toot. No, going back it's a full toot toot. And just like you know, you hear the grinder notification sound like coming out of everyone's pocket. It was like. 
Yeah, very like looking three or something but, where right. texts are popping up on the screen. It was very like texts are on screen and it's still also so nerdy and there's like a connect four like game bar. Like, oh, right. It's like, a board game bar. bar. This massive board game bar. But I feel like since we were like traveling on a travel high, we were like, I would go to that board game bar. Yeah, we were being such losers and just being like, I would order sliders here for $35. Just like mushroom you were sliders. freaking out. You were like, because it was like, it was and it was like, just like so many gays like stuffed into the tightest t-shirts like all these little like boring tech muscle gays and I was just like I could hang out with all of these five sevens named Chris and like we could just like we could just be ourselves play Jenga and what? be ourselves and get mushroom sliders on a Wednesday and it's like the difference about board game bars is like there is a drag queen to host one of those nights from RuPaul Drag Race at the Castro board game. Like, Versus like the board game bars in Gowanus or whatever? Yeah, where you're not getting like Trixie Mattel. <laughs> no. I mean, yeah, the New York's, it's like you'll get like a, an embittered old queen like at the Rosemont on like drag race night, but you're not right. going to get. Well, I am really confused because there's this bar by me called just like 718 Bar and it has an Irish flag and a American okay. flag hanging. And then. One time I saw they added a pride flag and they were doing a drag bingo. And I was huh. like, huh, it's this Irish bar and I keep on meaning to go. So bucket list. Yeah, absolutely. Go to this one bar near you before you die. And I do hope that for you. <laughs> so San Francisco was gay. It, it, <laughs> it was gay. knocked my fucking socks off. <laughs> I also thought everything was going to be a full Apple campus and it was going to be the dropout and less of a like tight denim jacket, nerdy... Mecca. You thought that it would like people would be just more in Everlane. Yes. Well, but and then everything like, was going to be sweet green. It was less. It was. I it didn't. Wasn't no, I imagining so much like restaurants serving tapas playing bossa nova, which is what I loved. About I it. know. I agree. And it was actually like whereas like Boston is now actually just so tech and every and it's just like uh, the yes. Peloton store is next to the Warby Parker store and like it was less sweet green stores and San Francisco actually still has a ton of character. Like to me, San Francisco has more character than New York City. I'm sorry. Like I walk around New York City and I see nothing but chains. Sweet green. Sweet, sweet green, green. Sweet, sweet green, green. Sweet green. Kmart. I mean. Come on! Um, the day after show, we grabbed Cafe Con Leches at this beautiful restaurant called Copa. and Literally go there. It was so good. Yeah. We had fresh San Francisco sourdough. Sourdough with a 20-month or 20-year-age Timon. <laughs> I think it was 20-month. Okay. I think it was 20-month Timon. And this just like very Will and Grace gay passes us, doesn't no. stop walking, and just goes, the food is amazing here. Because we were like <laughs> looking at the menu, deciding whether to go in, and it was just like, that's San Francisco. Like gays just reaching out to other gays. Like gays in the tightest Heather Gray t-shirts. Telling you to get 20-month age. <laughs> just being like, get the 20-month on, bitch. And we're like, okay, bitch. $600 later. I, I'm the, so poor The 24 hours trip. we spent in San Francisco, I spent maybe 1100 no, I spent, I think, yeah, 1100 while we were on tour between the Ubers and then just like, it was just like swipe, crudo, swipe, squirrel, yeah. swipe, <laughs> crab. I mean, it is ultimately the crab that did us in. So let's talk about let's the crab. Let's talk about the crab. So we thought we were being so Bourdain. Well, we we hung out. We're with, re, we're getting like Wi-Fi everywhere we go. We're like refreshing the thirty-eight best <laughs> restaurants on Eater in San Francisco. List. We're on hills. We're on lower hills. We had just met um, friend of the pod, Aubrey's baby. So adorable, adorable baby. I held a baby for the second time in my life. 
and nailed it. And I th- I had fun. And I was so now less are you like fearful. Changing your tune. Jury maybe, is still out. Maybe I'm closer. I'm a little bit closer to maybe wanting. Amazing. Well, start looking at sperm now. Yeah. <laughs> Well, what about your tune after meeting? Are you, you? I mean, I feel like you're set on 45 adoption. I kind of have been set on 45 adoption for a while, and I do have this fantasy of just being like, me and my my man have our kids, and it's so cute. Um, I am leaning more towards, but it's, like it's so expensive, but I feel like I would adopt. I don't know, but then I was looking at Barbara Corcoran today, and she was posting this insanely long post that was so defensive, although she can be really defensive on social media sometimes, where she was just like, yes, I thought I didn't want kids. And then, like, my life really started, and I'm so grateful, and it was just like... You're writing a lot about how grateful you are. Her and I, weird lesbian daughter. Yeah, and I just wonder if maybe you are so grateful. That, like, I feel like is colorblind or something. <laughs> <laughs> like, wear special glasses. No one's colorblind anymore. I know. My girlfriend's always accusing me of being colorblind. I'm like, I am not colorblind. I'm blind, but I'm not colorblind. Uh, <laughs> it's blurry, but you see all yeah. the colors. So we just met a baby, so we were hungry for yeah. opportunities. And we decide no, we're not going to go to the fisherman's wharf, you know, to see the beautiful, get overpriced seafood, and you right. know, see a gorgeous view. We're going to go to this Vietnamese restaurant in the Greater Richmond, Outer Richmond, which is south of Presidio, <laughs> north of Golden north Gate, north of Vinoy. Um <laughs> The neighborhoods in never San Francisco. Ending. It really never ends. You're just like you think you're in the Tenderloin. You're actually in Little Saigon. But do you think people think that with like Nolita? I mean, Soho? maybe, but it does seem like they're just there using the more. names of neighborhoods more than we are. Like, it's not like we're going to be like, I'm headed to Yorkville. No, I'm also never like, oh, I'm in Nolita. Right. Oh, hanging out in Nolita tonight. I mean, if you say Nolita in conversation, like, you're insane. <laughs> like, that is, that's, it's insane. You're a crazy you're, person. You're an actual fucking demented. People love, there are certain type of people, though, that still love saying East Williamsburg. Oh, like as a joke? No, just to like make literally you, saying East Williamsburg. Yeah, to make you know they're not talking about Bedford. They're like, I really want to live in East Williamsburg. Oh, in this because I feel like you used to say it in a way that meant you're not talking about Bushwick, right? But now it means because like Bushwick wasn't cool, but now right. you're saying it to not oh, mean I'm Williamsburg because so you're like, oh, I'm not so basic I'm and like, live off Bedford L. Yeah, I won't live off Bedford. I like, want to live I'm off so East cool, and I live off the Grand Stop. Yeah, I mean, Dream Stop for me, as you know. I mean, dream stuff for me, too. It's never going to happen, now sweetheart. Now we want kids and live off the gram. Talk about basic. Yeah. Back to like... the crab. We get in a so... famously nauseating Uber, as was the theme of California. <laughs> I was about to vomit after every, like, 25-minute Uber ride. We're passing retro signs. We're freaking out. I'm so hungry. We get to an empty restaurant. We're, like, amazing. Perfect. They lay down the menus. No, they don't. There's a QR code. Oh, right, where you're like, sorry, thought we were at an iconic restaurant. And you're just like, babe, no one's a mask. The pandemic is over. Like, let's drop the QR code nonsense. Give me a goddamn, goddamn menu. Goddamn big menu. A big old school menu, huh? So we pull up the menu and one crab, one single crab. They're classic in the garlic butter. Say it with me. $75. $75. And it was like, and I could tell that they, the menu was in a font to me that was basically like, they knew 
They were on the Eater 38. They were on the Eater 38. And they were like, now we're going to do kind of a Williamsburg font and we're going to like upcharge like every dumb ass. And now we're just, you're just paying 75 for this one crab. And then it was like with that, with the garlic noodles we got and then like literally two beers. Two beers and it was just like, and we're paying 120. Clocking in at 120. And, and the I, crab was The fine. crab was good. It was good, but it wasn't. 75. I'm not like still salivating over Here's the thing though I think about crab. I was talking with my mother former guest Roz Kearney. (laughs) Former guest. Retired. (laughs) Retired and requested constant third bank. Um, Is she was like telling me a story about how like a year ago she made crab cakes and just like I think crab is like just really overpriced. She like went to the store and bought lump crab. It's like more expensive than lobster. Crab prices, I think, are just crazy in this country right now. Because there's such a desire for crab. Yeah, people like, want crab. I mean, I do feel like I see crab on Instagram all the time. And it's I like, know, maybe and I'm like, there's just this crazy... You see, and it sounds like you're like, ooh, it's a crab, lemon, pasta, chili flakes. But yet I feel like I have crab the least out of any seafoods, which is why I was really desiring this. Yeah. Well, you fell for it, too. And then it was, you know, it was a lot of work to get that crab out, too. Which is fine. I mean, I knew that was going to happen. You know, we were cracking and you're pulling. Yeah. It just did not blow me away no, by any means. No, it didn't. I wasn't like, I'm and like dead. The, and the thing was, there was no ambiance to the space. It was like this very, like, kind of empty middle of the day family restaurant. And you were kind of well, just like. Well, that's what I was expecting. I wasn't expecting. Well, and I, no, I was into that, but I would been into that if the crowd was 30 you know what I mean mm-hmm. where it's like well it's cool that there's like that it's like the sort of anti-ambiance that it's the sort of as as um as Blackbird's Biplane that <laughs> newsletter we both don't pay for it says like it's an un-instagrammable hang oh, yes. zone no, oh my god it's it was such an un-instagrammable hang zone though I do think they had remember that gorgeous beach mural that I want to do in my kitchen there oh. and I was like being so inspired on my San Francisco high and I was like I'm painting a beach yeah and I also think maybe at like eight PM when like so many families are there, it like feels more like a vibe, not two thirty sunny indoor crab. Yeah. I think is what felt really weird about it. And it was sunny outside, dark because inside. Because I feel like San Francisco is very like we dine at in a Boston way, we dine at dining times. They dine at seven. Yes. Seven and noon. And we <laughs> not at- like us New Yorkers. <laughs> yeah, sorry. We dine at Spanish times. <laughs> Ten three. <laughs> <laughs> we well we did because we went to Spruce several nights later with my mother, a one star Michelin restaurant. Excuse Michelin. me. After was- by the way, Stephen's mom is like, I'm gonna take you out to dinner. And was, we were looking on menus literally while on top of a mountain. We're on top of a mountain in the Russian we're, River Valley. We were like, it's so good to unplug. Let me just look at seven menus. <laughs> and, like, I, and I'm sending her screen grabs of my Michelin app of just like <laughs> restaurants that she needs to call. But she was trying to get us to go to the most just like not good weird hotel restaurant that was in the ferry district. Yeah. So she had to be set fucking straight. <laughs> yeah. No, she needs to be put in her place. And ultimately, Spruce was amazing. Amazing. And it was so luxury boots where it's like there's so many velvet curtains dampening the sound. You're in like a big plush leather chair. The, there was a spot, like a low spotlight on each table. So everywhere else around the, your table was dark, but you could like mood lighting. The, yeah. It was like you were in a play and like everyone was in. It was no, Glengarry it was full, Ross, full, like. full play lighting. <laughs> and but that we got there at. 8.45. 8.45. And by the time we were done, there was no one they else in the restaurant. They were wrapping up yeah. there. 
they were absolutely wrapping up and your mom like got this wine from some place that she went with your dad in like 1991 and I remember her she was like talking to the samba and she was like have you been to like Saint Louis Loire Valley and he was like oh just like in the Loire right yeah and he was like being like with his psalm pen and he was like I um I actually haven't been to that exact region she was like you need to go and then we were like all time at something and she was just like oh I just I don't know if you guys feel as special drinking this wine with me as I do feeling so special drinking this exact wine that I drank with your daddy 23 years ago. <laughs> and we were just kind of like, it sounds like that's kind of a for you moment, but <laughs> yeah. that's okay. And I was like, that's awesome. And like, this is a good white wine. That was a pretty like good normal parent white wine. Like, I called her on Mother's Day yesterday. And she wonderful. Was, and she was just like, oh, sweetie, I had such an amazing time at that dinner. That is a dinner I will never forget. And they're on speakerphone. And then my dad's like, yeah, like, uh, you know, I wish I could have been there. And she's like, and you know, secretly, I'm kind of glad you weren't. <laughs> Wait, but on speakerphone, <laughs> yes, she said, secretly, I'm glad you weren't. Yeah, she's like, weren't. secretly. And she was just like, because I, I got to have Stephen and his friends all to myself. Oh, and he didn't, like, go on with one of his dad jokes. Yes. Well, that I wanted to bring that up because oh. I noticed something about your mother where I feel like that weekend she was, every time we talked to her, she, talked, she was like, daddy's amazing. I'm so grateful for daddy. Like, daddy this, daddy yeah, that. Really like daddy's girl. <laughs> yeah, and she was like, I bought all this lingerie for me and your daddy's, like, 200th <laughs> anniversary. <laughs> <laughs> she did. She did tell me that right before the show that she spent a thousand dollars at Macy's on lingerie. <laughs> Your family and that Macy's credit card. No, I know it gets such a workout. <laughs> swipe, swipe, swipe. <laughs> um, and she was like telling us their meeting story, like to me and then to Ellen. Like yeah. she was really going off. And then you think they're having a sexual renaissance? Well, they are because of the- that new electric Mustang they bought. Oh, wait, hold on. Let me finish my point. And then let's get to electric Mustang. But then you get your mom with your dad and he like just starts speaking and she'll just be like Doug <laughs> shut up no one wants to hear you and she went like last time I had dinner with him she literally took a knife and like put it to his throat so it's like I feel like right when no, she's any, away when she's away the mice will play and, and she, she appreciates right and she's you know she's realizing just like what a just a generous mm. tough cookie he is what a great guy she's got yeah but then you know when you're at dinner with the spouse it's always yeah. that's enough out of you <laughs> yeah. which you know we can all relate to oh absolutely to. <laughs> Okay. Okay. The anyway, mistake. the crab. Right. Anyway, we'll just say the crab was a mistake, and let's okay, move on. But and I'm we ready. had to take the but risk. But we took the risk, and I'm glad that we like because if we hadn't, we'd still be wondering what if we'd gotten what the if? crab. And then we like wandered along, and I also and I'm also regretting that we didn't get like such a Japanese milk bread little sandwich because there a was highly Instagrammable Japanese milk bread. There sandwich. were so many Instagrammable Asian bakeries in the San Francisco area, and I was like, and they all looked so cute and had like so many little just like matcha surprises, and I was like, everything was a yuzu matcha bread bubble like pork caviar, coffee, pork belly like, milk bread, and I did want to try all of them, and we were being so five p.m. and like not at the right time for any of it. And it's always this thing when I'm hungry, I think 
like you can do this Bourdain thing where like you actually won't get insanely fill like full. I was like, oh, we can get the crab. We'll just share the crab, and then we'll still have room for all these Instagrammable milk bread Japanese sandwiches. But obviously, we're both like sauntering like slow bears after the yeah. crab. <laughs> no, I know we needed to be more like small bites, but it was a large crab, <laughs> and it was smothered in garlic butter. Which doesn't make it easy. Okay, back to Spruce. <laughs> I did think Spruce was phenomenal. I thought Spruce was absolutely phenomenal. And not to brag, but I think I ordered the best entree, which was a spring risotto yeah. with spring garlic, foraged mushrooms, and delegio. This brings me to a theory that I'm about to drop. Mm. Which is based on a theory that is pre-succeeding we all know is already true. Everyone knows the appetizers are always better. Yes. Like any yeah. restaurant you go to, the appetizers, like even just looking at the menu, you're like, oh, I want all the appetizers. And then the entrees are just like. Unless it is a gorgeous trattoria known for their pastas. Right. I, I, I totally agree. And like they'll do handmade and yes. you're like, oh my God, I have to, you know, whatever. Really but I think fine. in a fine dining way. The appetizers are usually always going to be better than the big duck, the big slab. And it's because they always need to get, you know, people expect a lot more food. And so it's just like, for some reason, the chefs feel really constrained by that. And they're just like, well, I have to do this big pork chop and it has to look like a big pork chop. So I'm basically always going to do a big pork chop. And then there might be a different sauce or a different uh, accoutrement, like the rest of it. But like, they are like, you know, they're hemmed in. And so I think. Right by the big five. By the big five. Chicken. Pork. What we're calling the big five. <laughs> duck. Chicken, pork, duck, duck steak. steak. Who's five? Maybe a... a like, oh, a Dorad, a fish. Yeah, the, a Branzino, a Branzino, a, haddock, a swordfish. A trout. Yeah. Um, something substantial. So I think the best actual strategy in, in Entree Land <laughs> is to go with the lightest, most seasonal dish that it seems like is there. And I think that's what you did. Yes. Because you got you got like a spring risotto and it was like this- spring because everything else said like big, heavy balsamic. I was like, this we're in California. We're in the land of produce. Yeah. I heard foraged <laughs> mushrooms. Right. I was like, so that that had to be foraged last week. Yeah. Spring garlic that also had to be foraged <laughs> this week. Right. Foraged in like Hyde Park Valley. <laughs> yeah. Hyde Park. Lower Mission. <laughs> yeah. It was foraged in the mission. <laughs> you made it. You you made a phenomenal choice. Well, and actually this reminds me. And your fagatini was. Un. Believable. I mean, when I saw fagatini on the menu, I was like, okay, excuse me, speak my language. You have to get it. And we we're like, none of us knew. And then our amazing server was like, it's actually like a tortellino. And it was these little, like, yeah, like, you know, little dumplings almost, um, you know, gorgeous, like, rangoons, um, <laughs> <laughs> like, carrot infused into the dough. And then this was what was so brilliant it was pesto made with the carrot tops. That is how you elevate a dish. That is how you hero the basket ingredients. Use the greens that you think you should throw out. Yes. And it's like, oh, I'm really experiencing all the different parts of the carrot. Yes. The carrot is singing. It's a whole animal. Whole animal vegetable. Yes. When you said Rangoon, (laughs) we have a little more to talk about spruce, but I need to tell you this thing that I overheard leaving the ferry from Alcatraz. (laughs) We need to get into your Alcatraz trip. Okay, so let me just say this leaving Alcatraz moment. So we're all a little bit, definitely by like two and a half hours of being on like windy, windy Alcatraz, I was like to the ferry. So I'm just kind of sauntering alone, you know, leaving. And I hear these two women talking. And, you know, this woman was like, oh, so amazing. But then I got food poisoning. 
And so I'm listening in, and she was like, "Ugh, but I love that place." And she got food poisoning for some place that they both been to, famous for their crab rangoon pizza. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, girl, what girl, did you a- expect? And she was like, "Oh, did you get the the shrimp um, fettuccine Alfredo pizza, or did you get the crab rangoon pizza?" Uh, and I was like, "What?" And that's when you know shit. you're on a. That's a, when you know you're, you're on, on a tourist. <laughs> you're, you're on a tourist cruise. <laughs> and I was like. Late and, and they were both being like, "Oh, it's so good." But yeah, next day wasn't good, and I was like, "Damn, ladies!" No, I'm sure it wasn't. <laughs> yeah, and it's so that scene, the sweetest thing, which she's like, "I had lamb curry last wasn't. night, and I'm shitting out a Buick." <laughs> We also get to live our sweetest thing fantasy because that is of walking up hills and going to Chinatown and taking a trolley. Okay, but sidebar on the spring pasta that I just want to yeah, I want to elevate spring pastas for a second and just like demand that you choose a spring pasta the next menu you're at because and I, also I finished and I felt amazing like I didn't feel like crazy and I feel yeah, like you your didn't. you know your mom was slogging through her duck a little. That may have had something to do with the champagne cocktails, wine. No, the, fact the that beverage we, goals the on fa- that table. It was like, your mom, I thought we were there doing like- There was like 40 glasses on the table by the end of the night. And the champagne happened like, and the cocktails happened at uh, the almost same like, time. No, because I thought when she ordered the champagne, that was like, oh, I guess we're not doing cocktails. Same, I was like, oh, and that's then she was fine. Like, oh, and- <laughs> and like the champagne's already started, she's like, "Oh, and of course we're getting to order cocktails." And she yes. she already has like the full staff is just like congregating around her. She's got the psalm, she's got the server, she's got the busboys. She's like, "And we'll be doing cocktails." Yeah, she's like, "And so I'm gonna do a Manhattan." Mm. <laughs> <laughs> I did. So I did like. <laughs> as you know, I have been uh, pilled by. Friend of Todd Kate Berlant on Poog, right. who recently ordered a martini at Servos that was dirty with a twist. And so I keep ordering this now and like keep trying to do the thing where you say dirty with a twist and just like looking for them to be like, wow. Shocked. Shocked by the bravery. And of course, I did this at Spruce. And I did that in LA at like an old school restaurant where I really thought they were going to be shocked. And they were absolutely not shocked. No. And at did they. Tax? Takes? Oh, oh taxes. 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 Oh, wait, do they move? Because it used to be like on Sunset. I don't know. Anytime we were in LA, you kept on going to me, oh, is it on Sunset? <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, I don't know, bitch. I'm not from here. As you know, I'm LA by blood. <laughs> yeah. Um, I don't know. It seemed like pretty and- old and the building had been there forever. Because I just I just remember like the last time I was there years ago, and it's mm. such like an old school. I mean, LA has so many like old school, old school red, restaurants, red booth joints. Which I mean. To elevate your tweet today, um, it's so true how in New York we're so hungry for a booth and like yeah. they're all you need to like line get in the line for and three I, weeks. And to credit get in a where booth. it's due, that tweet was was like built off an observation you made while we were at that. Oh, restaurant. okay. So he was, and, I, and yes. that was literally germinating in my head on that. And I was like, when I get back to New York, I'm gonna tweet. I'm what gonna Lily craft said. a tweet that's based off of Lily's observation, and it's gonna be almost at the character limit, and it's gonna get 523 likes. Yeah. And I think I think we're really on track for that exact. I'll retweet it and say, uh, I, Stephen plagiarized, but phrased it better than I probably would Well, have you just if- made an up. I, th- I, you know, I, but you were yeah. basically like, we were at this restaurant in LA. That El was Coyote? Like, yeah, fabulous Mexican restaurant. Before we fully get into LA, I think we should do that, honestly, Stephen, next VIP lounge. Let's we do- have so much more to talk about. We have, more- we have to Again, talk about your catfishing. We Let's haven't just- gotten to Alcatraz. But I actually have to 
get home and like eat pizza and just like watch the rest of Sun Sunset and like G flip stuff. Yes. Okay. So I will to to everyone out there in Radio Land, I will say order a martini this weekend that's dirty with a twist. Well, and I'll just just to wrap this up, I will say I ordered that while we're in the middle of like champagne and seventeen bottles of wine at Spruce, and they brought it without the dirtiness. It was just with a twist, but it was so fucking good that it I was, didn't care. It was so perfect. It that martini was one of the most perfect martinis yeah. I've ever had. I was like, this is so perfect. Because I've just had some martinis lately where it's at Tykes or whatever. Oh, it was God. like, I've had so many bad martinis. Where it's lately. just like, it's not chilled enough. It's a lot of the time, it's not cold enough. Yeah. That's no, that's that is, one that of is the, the bigger. Big, it, like, problem number one out there in Martini Land is the glass isn't cold enough, the vodka isn't cold enough, the, dr- the whole drink. You're grabbing a warm Cheetos and a warm glass. Yeah. Um, problem number two <laughs> is there's too much vermouth. Yes. Um, problem number three is it's either too dirty or not dirty enough. And yes. it's like, it's like, and I usually, I, I don't think it can be too dirty, but if it's not good olive juice, it can be too dirty. Well, because I've definitely made some home martini mistakes where I'm using mediocre olive juice yeah. and it's too much and it's just like yeah. cloudy and I'm like okay this is just like a Whole Foods like pit and I think that's up to bartenders to like if you know you're working at like not an amazing bar and the olive juice isn't great like when you I say dirty like don't give me too much yeah just give a hint and, and whatever and make and, and make the vodka bitterly Antarctical and cold you know, this is, I think what's important about a martini is that it is on the technique it's just like you actually don't have to use amazing vodka you don't have to be the best bar in the world you no. don't have to be so expensive all you need to do is have a cold glass and shake the fuck out of it. Yes. And so, please, Party like, just put a, a little yeah. bit of effort into the process. Okay, we're going to leave it there. We're going to leave it there, and we'll get into the Japanese scotch cocktail I had on the next <laughs> VIP lunch. And we will get into my and getting catfish in San Francisco, and we will get into Lily's launches. trip to Alcatraz, yes, and maybe yes. even meeting a gay rights legend at a tiny gay bar. Best. Best. Celebrity Book Club is presented by Prologue Projects. The show is produced by Benjamin Frisch with editorial support from Leon Nafok, Andrew Parsons, and Madeline Kaplan. Our production manager is Persia Verlin. Original theme song by Steve Phillips Horst. Artwork by Teddy Blanks at Chips NY. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union. A savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrict Supply and MLS two nine two two three zero equal housing lender federally insured by NCUA. Hey guys, back at the playground again, huh? Yep. You know what this playground could use? A wine country. Heck yeah! And some waves, so we could go surfing. Oh, my God. 
Ah, love that. A redwood forest would be cool. I'm in. Ah, ski slopes. Let's do it. Um, tenor girl go shopping. Yeah, baby. Wait. Did we just invent California? Discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com.